This is Andy Lewis, and you're listening to The Norse Mentality. With me today is my buddy Jacob. What's going on, everybody? If you watched this video of the last episode on YouTube, you're probably realizing that we're wearing the same shit. And that's because we're workhorses, and we're just knocking this shit out. But anyways, this is a new thing that we're doing on The Norse Mentality, where we're answering questions. And I got Jacob on these episodes because... I thought it'd be cool to have a second perspective. Mm-hmm. And also that way I'm not just talking to myself. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, we're gonna get started on this. Sweet. So what's up, everybody? First question is going to be dealing with addiction to different substances and your opinion on rehab, if rehab is worth it or not. So it's kind of vague. Which is fine. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's good. Okay. Yeah, obviously you don't, you know, too specific, but I think it depends. Honestly, so here's my perspective on this. You need to do anything possible in order to become a better person. If that means going to rehab, then go to fucking rehab. The only reason you're worried about going to rehab is for one, your ego's in the way. Mm-hmm. And for two, you're worried about what what other people are going to think. The people that care about you and the people whose opinion actually matters, they want you to go to rehab. Right. If it means that you will, if it will help you. So do I think you should go to rehab? If it's that bad, then yeah, absolutely Mm -hmm. go to rehab. Do whatever you need to do in order to make the situation better. Right. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the substance, obviously. If it is something that is impacting your life in a way to where it is not only impacting your life, but those around you, that's where you need to consider a a good rehabilitation facility or service. And, And even going beyond that, having a strong network of people around you to support you after that. I see so many people that they'll embark on rehab or they'll even embark on their own personal discovery, you know, and come clean because uh, it's possible. People do get clean on their oh, own yeah, from substances, but then they fall back into the same habits of the friend group that they were around or the people influences they were around, you know? Oh, I love that you fucking touched on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at your social environment. You're not going to stop doing this shit if your friends are doing it. That's exactly. just plain and simple. So. I hate to sound harsh, but if your friends are fucking losers and they're doing shit that they shouldn't be doing, don't hang out with them anymore. You know, and if you're listening to this, it means that you probably work out. Mm -hmm. Start talking to more people at the gym Yep, because they're probably not involved with this kind of stuff, whatever it is. But yeah, look at your social environment and... If they're not moving you forward, then get them out of your life. Right. Plain right. and simple. Yeah. And, and ask yourself, is it a substance? Well, if you're under the influence of the substance, you might not be the person to ask yourself. But look at it from this way. Like, is this substance something that you can replace with a hobby or a ritual throughout your day-to-day activities? Or is it something that physically, if you do not do or consume, you will have withdrawal symptoms? Yeah. You so know? And that's a good point as well. If you can be as busy as possible... I don't know. I I really like I'm not the best person to ask this question because I've never had really a substance abuse problem. Mm -hmm. But I would think that, you know, if you're busy as shit working out, doing jujitsu, Muay Thai, hiking, Mm -hmm. just involved with so many activities where you don't have time Mm -hmm. to drink or to do drugs or whatever. Yeah, that might help. Like I said, I don't know, guys. So I I mean, I have experience with Adderall addiction in college and it was was bad for me. Like I was I had a problem. Like I saw therapists. Well, so that right there, I'm going to, mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. You realize that you had a problem mm-hmm. and you saw a therapist yeah. to fix that problem. Right. And honestly, the therapist didn't really help much in the grand scheme of things. But what did help was finding passion in something else that would, it distracted me. And in this example was videography, like making videos for my business. Getting obsessed with something yeah, else. Yeah, you, you have to become, you know, just 
obsessed with whatever it is that could distract you. But then again, that's not a solution. You can't just do this and try to give up whatever it is you're addicted to. If, if you're one of these people that just can't, then. Yeah, some people, they have addicting personalities. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really do, fortunately, yeah. even though everyone I mean, in my family I'm is an alcoholic. To your personality, but <laughs> that's a little different. But yeah, you know, not like, to- <laughs> I, I'm very fortunate with that. Right. You know, we have a, I have a lot of alcoholics. My mom's a drug addict and I it could have really went the other direction mm-hmm. for me. But yeah. I think what stopped it from happening, drugs and really alcohol and all that stuff mm-hmm. was, I saw what it did to them and I was like, that will not fucking happen to yep. me. So yep. I don't know if you can maybe use that same mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that can either push you in one or the other way. Right? Yeah. You know, if you have the influences in your family that can push you towards that, or it can either say like, fuck that. You know, and I, honestly, you know, if your parents are negative and your parents might be low lives, mm-hmm. I, I hate sucks. saying that. And I don't know who this is. We can't see who asks these questions, but if your parents are fucking low lives and they're doing the same shit, it applies to the same thing that we said earlier with the social group. Get rid of them for a little bit at least. Yeah. Get your shit together. If anyone encourages this behavior and you want to stop doing it, then you need to get them out of your life. Yep. Plain and simple. It doesn't matter who it is. You are the number one priority at all times. Exactly. And that's selfish as fuck, but I don't care. You are the number one priority. And if this is stopping you from living a better quality of life, then you need to do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to get out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, um, what's the next question? Yeah. So best way to eat such as diet slash nutrition plan. So here's my approach on this. You're going to go more into depth on it. I can. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's, here's my simple approach to this. You need to choose a diet plan or nutrition plan that you will actually stick to. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's who, it, guys. Who would have thought? That's it. And sustainability. Sustainability. But I also understand why it's hard for people yeah. to do because there's so much shit out there on the internet. Mm-hmm. There's paleo, there's keto, there's whole 30, you know, there's carnivore, there's all this different shit. And I have nothing against any of those nutrition plans. And the reason I don't is because it works very well for certain people Mm -hmm. because they enjoy it. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've tried all of them just because, you know, why not? And honestly, none of them really worked for me. I wasn't a fan of them. Mm -hmm. Carnivore is kind of cool. But why weren't you a fan of them? And you already know the answer to this. This didn't make me feel good. Right. But did you not like them because it was hard to sustain that for a long term? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, I, I actually I enjoyed carnivore mm-hmm. a little bit. I definitely don't think it's a long term thing yeah. um, personally. But like I said, there's people that have been doing it for years now mm-hmm. and they look great. They say yeah. they feel great. Awesome. Yeah. No, then, it's, then it's working for them. Right. But yeah, it's just not sustainable for me. What works really well for me is the just good old fashioned chicken and rice, beef and rice. That's right. I eat that shit every day and I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm going to beat a dead horse here. What is your goal? What are you trying to achieve? And then from there, we can narrow down what is the best way of eating for you. I don't even like to use the word diet plan or nutrition plan. What is the way of of, in which you're eating? What foods do you like? Yeah, like what are you attracted to? You know, like what do you naturally digest the best? What's your easy digestion? That right there too. You know? So dial in on what foods your body responds the best to. Yep. You know, some people can't eat oatmeal. Mm-hmm. And that's why things like uh, the vertical diet by Stan Efferding is a really cool concept. It, it's yeah. not a diet plan. It's a way of eating. And it, it focuses on what's easy to digest. Yeah. But I, I think that really there is no best way to eat. You need to figure out what your goal is. And then eat accordingly to that. I don't like the word diet plans because they imply that as soon as you get to where you want to get to go, you're going to go back to your normal way of eating. Yeah, this you know? is a lifestyle change. Definitely. That's really Definitely. what it is. At the end of the day, like you're not on a 30 day, 90 day yeah. diet plan. Like you're trying to make a lifestyle yeah. change. That way you don't go back to eating Taco Bell every uh-huh. day. 
And I can't stand like people, especially the keto thing. They'll come into the store and say, "Oh, I'm you know, I'm I'm trying out keto." I'm like, "Well, how long have you been doing it?" "Oh, you know, th- five days." You know, uh, I was like, "Well, do you see yourself eating this way for the next six years?" No, no, we're just then doing don't it. Do it. We're just doing it to get the initial weight off, and then, then we're going to go it. back to normal. I'm like, no, you're going to gain more weight, but you will, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good example. I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought it up. So, yeah, find what foods you like, find what foods you will actually stick to long term, because mm-hmm. the goal here, guys, is to make a lifestyle change, not to just find a quick solution, because exactly. that quick solution does not exist. Right. Yeah, and I think we all know that in the back of our minds. We, do. we, we just, just don't want to admit it. Yeah, we're lazy pieces of shit. All of us. <laughs> all right. Third question. What steps can you take for when you hit that wall in fitness and it gets harder and harder to find the motivation to push past and further? Did you say puss? I did. <laughs> don't, don't puss past it, guys. Push past it, right? Um, yeah. So have you really hit that wall? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I promise I'm not trying to sound mean or anything, but I'm just, just maybe an outside perspective on mm-hmm. this from us helping you. Have you really hit that wall? Is just your programming not dialed in like it should mm-hmm. be? Maybe it's time to hire a coach. Yeah. Well, and and I think I'm assuming that they said it hit that wall as in the motivation to push past. Like, so it's not a physical wall they're facing. Oh, okay. My bad. They're facing a mental wall, I think, like where they're just, they don't have the drive anymore. And so I guess they switch already, it up. Try something new. Yeah. Did you already hit your goal that you set out for? Yeah. And, make a new goal. Make a yeah, one like, that's hard as fuck. I was um, going to say, yeah. And if that goal doesn't get you stoked, then find one that will. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe that means switching sports. Yep. Maybe if you're bodybuilding right now or you're powerlifting or doing strongman or whatever, or maybe if you're powerlifting, this happens very often at the Norse compound. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people that start off with powerlifting. They get bored with it and they start doing strongman and they love it. Yeah. So that I see, we see that all the time with powerlifters and strongmen. Yep. Um, you know, if you're bodybuilding, maybe try powerlifting. Mm-hmm maybe kind of take the opposite road and try jujitsu or Muay Thai. Yeah. Try out other things. Yeah. And, try other things, things that are going to ignite that fire again. Right. Right. And I mean, I, I say it, I'll say it again, quantify, write down what you're doing, you know, keep track. That's going to keep you on your, on your shit. Same thing as tracking your food and your diet and your intake, track the weights and the numbers and the progression that you're, you're putting in so that you know how to get better. That's going to keep you motivated. And if you're not competing, maybe consider doing a competition. Um, I know that works a lot for people. I don't necessarily need it, but I do know a lot of people where they have to have a competition coming up in order to kind of get everything dialed in and to keep that motivation going. So, you know, sign up for a powerlifting competition, maybe a bodybuilding show, CrossFit competition. I guess they have those. (laughs) 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 But yeah, you know, maybe find a competition if you're not competing. That might help. But yeah, hopefully we helped answer that question. Yeah, yeah. All right, fourth and final question for today's episode. How does one prevent from falling apart when not achieving one of several set goals due to time limitations? I often find I run out of hours even with the most thorough of planning, and then I mentally punish myself for not having achieved all that I should slash need. So the main thing that stood out to me in this question is one of several set goals you have too many goals. Yeah, you need to you need to narrow it down. You need to have a long term goal and then a subset. Yeah, and that subset should that's be leading up to the long term. Yeah, that's your daily action right there. Yeah. So, so multitasking, especially when it comes to goals, is a complete lie. That's bullshit. It's bullshit, yeah. guys. Jack there's, of all trades, master of nothing. Yeah, there's this book I would recommend reading for anyone really interested in learning more about this. It's called mm-hmm. The One Thing. Yeah. And it, he really breaks down why multitasking is bullshit. And after you mm-hmm. read that book, you're like, okay, I'm only gonna focus on this one thing. Yeah. But 
yeah, if you have several goals, find mm-hmm. the one that's going to benefit your life the most and mm-hmm. get rid of the rest for yeah. the time being. Put them on a separate piece of paper, put them in a drawer and don't think about them anymore for a while. But you should only be focusing on one big goal, in my opinion. I kind of break it up into different aspects of my life. Yeah. So I'll have a fitness goal. I'll have a business goal. And I even have a goal with being a dad, mm-hmm. you know, but those are all different areas. And the business one is always the biggest obstacle for me that I need to overcome. Mm-hmm. And then the other two are just like this. It just helps keep me on track, say with fitness, nutrition or anything like that. And then with being a dad, it's just making sure that I'm being the best dad I can every day. But yeah, really just kind of sit down, take out a piece of paper and just write all these goals down and then decide which one is going to be the most beneficial for your life, what's going to improve your quality of life the most. You know, if it's financial, then write out what your goal is. You want to make, you want to save $20,000 or whatever that is. And then underneath that, come up with smaller goals that you can start taking action on immediately that will move you closer to that $20,000 goal. What do you think? I agree. I agree. I mean, this, this individual obviously already has certain traits like lined up because they're, they have the goal set. They meticulously plan. It sounds like you're getting after it. Like you, whoever this is, like you're on the right fucking track Mm -hmm. for sure. I think they just need to narrow it down a little bit more. Just the fact that they're planning Mm -hmm. is a lot better than most people. Exactly. So you're doing great, man. I just think you're you're overdoing it, which we yeah, are both guilty of that as well. It's easy to do, but don't mentally punish yourself. Like realize that no, you're gonna have no. you're gonna have wins, and those wins are great. But don't expect that. You, you should expect to win, but don't beat yourself up if you have a slack day where you didn't hit one thing that you were supposed to do. Yeah, just do better the next day. Yeah, exactly. Just pick up the slack and keep moving forward. Yeah, but it sounds like you're getting after it already. So just keep moving on the same path and. I think you just need to dial stuff in more, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're doing great. I don't know what your goals are or anything, but you are doing awesome. Yeah. Keep it up. Don't beat yourself up and uh, narrow down those goals. Yeah. Stop, narrow uh, down the goals. Don't do too much, but yeah. Anyways, that's it for the, today's episode. Thank you for listening. And we will talk to you soon. See you. See you.